this is digital design log number one. Um, the questions are, what might be challenging when building a learning environment? How are these things related? How do they work together? And what might stand in the way of a good design and successful learning? Um, when I think about these questions, I think about elementary level just because that is what I'm comfortable with, what I'm used to, and most likely how I'll be taking the things that we learned in this course back into my real life with teaching. Um, looking at these questions, it reminds me of just the one, one of the number one things we're told as a teacher is build a relationship with your students. And with that relationship, you're learning not just personal things about them, but academic things. So what is their best ways of learning? What are their academic levels like? What are their interests so you can get them interested in the classroom? So when you do have that opportunity to be with these students in person and meet whoever your learner is, you start to have a little bit less challenges with the learning environment and what is going to be successful for them just because you have that little one up just because you do know them a little bit better. That doesn't mean it necessarily is going to work out better for them, but you do kind of have sort of an advantage with that. Um, you're always thinking about what's their best ways of learning. Although you want to incorporate all the different types of learning styles, you want to see if you can maybe personalize it and tailor it to each student so then they can get more of their learning style so they can practice everything, um, but have that emphasis on what, what works best for them. Something else to consider is just their interests. If I have that relationship with them, you can already find out what things interest them, what interests the entire classroom with their age range. When you're working with somebody that's seven years old, you know what their age range is and you know what to expect of them with their time of being able to sit still and work on the computer. So you're gonna take that time and that relationship that you have with them to figure out how are they gonna be interested in this so that the whole class or whoever your learner is, is going to pay attention. Um, something else to consider is their academic levels. If you have those relationships and you're able to meet these students, you can think about, all right, who has a higher math level or reading level and how am I gonna differentiate it for them? I could have a student that is a kindergarten reading level in second grade, and right there that makes me have to remember, okay, when I design, I'm gonna have to consider that I have students that maybe can't read at a second grade level yet, and I might need to make whatever my design is as simplistic as possible so they can understand. Um, I can also think about, I might have an English language learner, so is there different ways that I can differentiate the website, whether it could be in their language or for them to be able to maybe have it read to them. So you all, that's also something that you might wanna implement and think about just because you know that relationship, you know what they need to work on. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's just differentiating with all the students. How are you going to reach all their academic levels at the same time, but also keep all their interest levels that's not too easy or not too difficult for some students. But no matter what I think what's teaching, you do get that upper hand just because if you are talking to a bigger audience that you might never meet these learners, you're going to have to really try to figure out what is their previous knowledge, what are they going to learn, and just figure out all those learning objectives to make it as successful as possible.